uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. In this episode, I am joined by Steve Neal, who at the time was the channel manager of Audio Productions. I've recorded a previous episode of Out Loud with Steve from Audio Productions where he explained the huge importance of professional and effective on-hold systems when it comes to portraying an organization's brand. Audio Productions specialise in solutions that can transform any business communication system and Steve gives me all the updates on their year so far and their future plans. He started by telling me about the huge amount of industry recognition that they've been receiving over the past 12 months. Have a listen. Being put forward for comms business, uh, we're at comms national awards and obviously we've been involved with the UC Today awards as well. Um, that, that kind of uh, recognition and that kind of um, staple place to be if you're going to be a household name or a household vendor for this industry that's probably been our, our highlights uh, and kind of like a, I suppose, a yardstick for how far we've come in the last 18 months. Um, so, you know, to, to think that we didn't have a child proposition really or an overt child proposition before uh, I came on board and um, that was the decision to take it to channel rather than sell direct. That's kind of what you're looking to aim for, to be mixing it with the big boys. So, you know, the gammas, the uh, the end funds, the the focus groups, all all these people who are big names in in channel or the big names in the reseller market, we've been up against or being in the same category of, or we've been you know at the same awards as. So to have to have that kind of um, achievement itself is 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 important for us. Um, and I think how we've done that is is actually from listening to people what they need, what the resellers actually want, and changing and constantly tweaking our proposition over the last 12 months to try and make it more relevant and easy to, to buy from us. I think that's that's kind of just been like summed up by having those awards uh, final positions. So say so that's probably obvious to Yeah, I suppose exactly as you say, that, that sort of industry recognition with the, with the awards nominations and, and the awards wins, that only reflects the good things you've been doing with your customers and reseller partners as well. Yeah, I think is what you know we're not paying to be sponsors of an award and then getting an award entry from it. We're, we're actually having to provide testimonials from reseller partners and from channel partners at the platform level, who've you know we've just been making noise and they've just picked up on it. We've not even prospected them necessarily, um, and they've just gone, oh yeah, well we could do with that in our portal because that'll add value to our resellers. So come, can you do it for us? And, and that, that, that's kind of really fulfilling for us because it's not just us banging the drum and saying you need to do this because it's better for everybody. It's somebody else is actually realising that uh, just from what, what noise we're making. Um, so that, that's really, really important to us and really valuable to us. Just looking at the industry in general and the sort of trends within both business and technology, what would you say are the trends that are impacting audio productions most? Well, this is quite uh, an easy one um, because it's probably the th same thing that's impacting everybody else, and that's the the move to, the move to cloud uh, telephony, the migration off um, ISDN to either a hybrid or to a cloud telephony proposition. Um, that's actually opening more doors for us than anything else. Um, there's, there's a few reasons for that. Okay, so firstly, the well, the, the long and short of it is it's cheaper for somebody to invest in a cloud proposition uh, than it is to, to buy a new PBX proposition. Uh, because obviously 
they're not having to put as much upfront investment, capital expenditure, those kind of things. So how that's impacting us is that means that, one, customers have more money to play with, but also, and this is kind of how we've matched the innovation, because we've launched a monthly proposition now as well to go to align with the, uh, the hosted reseller, um, that has now become even easier for the hosted reseller to bundle our product into their solution. So that end user customer is now not just getting a, a migration or an upgrade from their reseller to uh, a cloud proposition, they're also getting their cloud proposition with the not just the feature of having a, a, a bespoke message, but actually having the bespoke message itself included. Um, so that's been the biggest innovation that's impacted our world. And that's why we kind of went down the channel route now, because we know that people aren't going to be forking out hundreds of pounds for MOH players um, to, to plug into their PBXs anymore on the wall. They actually just need to have the file created, and then it can either be uploaded by their reseller remotely, or it can be done by themselves if they're doing a self-service portal. So all that, all that um, optimization and streamlining suits our model, which is simplicity, and making it as easy as possible for a customer to make their their business sound great at the front end, which is the phone system. Uh, and I suppose the other thing as well, w with the changing model in terms of purchasing of these systems that, that you highlighted then, that initial, the, the traditional method was there, was there was a large upfront cost when a company or an organization inv invested in a new phone system. And as you said, that upfront cost has, has reduced as it changes from a, from, from a capex to, to an opex. And, and leave spare revenue but also you guys audio productions you provide a, a potential additional revenue stream don't you for, for the resellers who might potentially be losing out on a bit of that upfront revenue exactly yeah. so yeah so it, it works in two ways so firstly like you said it, it frees up the spare cash at the front of the, of the sale so if the customer does want to spend a bit of money and just get out of the way, they can they can buy a pre-packaged pre bundle of messages or they can just have a, a one-off bespoke package put on their phone system to start with so they'll get their auto attendant, their night service and their on-hold message done all at once. Uh, and then they'll just leave it until they want to change it again. Or the reseller will take it on themselves to account manage that customer for a bespoke message update every six months, for example. Or they can follow the new proposition that we've launched, which is obviously the, uh, the change package monthly plan. So a reseller will sell as part of their total overall agreement over a three-year license, let's say, a uh, change package which, which comes with two changes a year or four changes a year or 12 changes a year, depending on that industry and what their, what their requirements are. Um, and the customer's not having to put their hand in the pocket each time they need to change the message then. So it's just a case of, it's almost like a gym membership. You're putting the onus on the customer to use the products the best way possible. But also, we want the reseller to, to advocate for it throughout and make sure that the customer is making the, the changes to get the benefit out of the product. So um, it's better for everybody doing it that way, really, because, you know, the, the reseller gets the guarantee of the margin, we get the guarantee of the, the volume of the orders, and the, the customer has a guarantee that they, they, they can change it whenever they need to, um, you know, for whatever package they're on. Uh, it, just, it just makes it all very transparent, really. Yeah, and I suppose also that that is entirely reflected in the, in the customers wouldn't be moving to this subscription model if, if they if they didn't want to. So it must be driven by customers wanting that operating expenditure rather than a large upfront capex. Absolutely, because they're, in their businesses, whatever they are doing, whether it's uh, whether they're selling software themselves or whether they're, you know, on retainers from a sales consultancy or a, um, you know, legal consultancy, whatever their industry is, 
more than likely they are operating on a similar model themselves and charging their customers that way because that's the best way to build a business these days. You know, most FDs will say we'd rather have more monthly revenue coming in so we don't have to have salespeople uh, going out and getting the business every day. Uh, you know, if we have a few people on holiday, it doesn't matter to make a difference because we've got that, that revenue coming in to get over each month. So if, if, if the industry, if the end user business is doing that, then it makes sense for the, uh, the channel to react to that. And obviously it makes sense for us to react to that as well. And we're all now unified on this kind of recurring revenue model, which is absolutely fine. It's better for everybody, isn't it? Better security. Over the next 12 months into 2019, what are your main areas of focus? What, what are the main targets for, for audio productions? So we've, we've got to the place now where people know who we are um, and most of them are now starting to realize what we do. Um, so that kind of task has, has, has been accomplished. So the next thing is to just really go to the, um, the innovators in the marketplace uh, and to the established names that have got the big, the big books of resellers or the big client list and say, well, how can we make this product even better for you? How can we make a bespoke solution around your needs um, so that it's easy to deliver? Because if you look at, a, like, say, a focus group or a tech comm, somebody who's doing 40, 60 systems a month, um, that's a different proposition that they require, a different support that they require to, let's say, someone like um, a company that we work with like tech, called TechWork, who is a, a guy who set up on his own after working for a, a larger company. Now, he's still delivering the same service level to the likes of Focus, but his requirements and his support level is different because he's, got, he's only got himself as a resource. So we're trying to figure out what it looks like, what good looks like for each of these different resellers so that we can come up with a plan that when we go and see reseller A, B, or C, that we know that's going to work for them. Um, and that's, that's what's been really important for us over the last 12 months to learn about you know, how everyone is different but there are trends, there are kind of things that some people will all benefit from. Um, so, yeah, it's just a case of going to market. Now people know who we are, asking them what they want to, us to do differently, how they, can, they think we can improve it. Also sharing some more insight from our point of view, because there are still some of those people out there with the, with the wrong perception of what we do uh, or the wrong perception of how important caller experience is in the, in the whole CX kind of world right now. Um, and just keep banging the drum for, for improving that that call handling experience for, for the, the end user because at the end of the day, if the end user is benefiting, then the reseller will do it. Um, but if the reseller doesn't realize how much benefit the end user is going to get from it, then they won't sell the product. Um, so it's all about that kind of insight and uh, knowledge sharing and thought leadership that we're trying to put out. And you'll see us more and more at these channel events and more and more uh, in the uh, in the publishings, obviously you today as well, in the market guide, trying to educate more and be that channel presence because that's what channel is really good at is sharing the knowledge not keeping it to itself not protectionism but saying this is what we should be doing in the future let's do it everyone gets on board and then it becomes a new normal and that's what we want to get to in the next 12 to 18 months making bespoke audio a package solution with every hosted or hybrid system that every end user gets to benefit from well i personally really look forward to seeing you more and more widespread and, and proliferating throughout the industry. So I, v I very much look forward to that. But for the meantime, Steve, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and updating us on audio productions. Absolute pleasure, Patrick. Great to speak to you. 
Big thanks to Steve for coming onto the podcast again. If you want to know more about audio productions and what they can do for your business or your customers, you can find loads more information on the website at uctoday.com. There's information there about how they can add value to a reseller or service provider, and that could be absolutely huge. So well worth having a look into that. That's it for today, though. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the Out Loud series on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, and leave a nice review if you can. For now, though, thanks for listening.